This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. If you have a passion for anything, you can turn that passion into a beautiful website with Squarespace and their beautifully designed templates, their responsive design, their free e-commerce features, and their 24-7 customer support. They got you. Head to squarespace.com slash spilled for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code spilled to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, a show about the sartorial arts. (laughs) Where we cook something delicious, eat Eat it it all, all, and you can't have any. Wear it all. And if producer Abby cuts all the stuff that we said before our intro, that sartorial thing is going to make no sense. No, it makes sense because we are both widely known as fashion icons. Oh, we are. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is the first I've heard of it. I'm so glad to know. And And not just icons in the figurative sense, but we are also, we appear in your little bar at the bottom of the oh, screen on yeah, your computer. On your, on your phone, I was thinking. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 That's right. You can tap us. You can you can tap dad. <laughs> and dad is us. Oh my gosh, Matthew. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, we're back. Hi, everybody. It is early February and there is no better time to drink Slurpees. That's what today's episode is about. Yes. And I, I think post haste, without further ado, I think we should go get some Slurpees at the 7-Eleven near oh, my right, house. right now? Right now. Okay. 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 Immediately. All right. Okay. Uh, turn this thing off. Uh, no, really. Turn it off. Let's go get Slurpees. Okay, Matthew. Yep. Here we are. Yep. We okay. are at uh, 7-Eleven. Yep. We here. are at 15th and Denny here okay, in Seattle. Yeah. Oh, please come find us. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we'll be gone by the time you get here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hang out at this parking lot a lot. That's true. You, my... you did suggest we bring our computers and come hang out here. Earlier. Yeah. And you said and you said the weather wasn't good for it. Look at this. It's beautiful. That's true. It's a rare, sunny, cold morning in mm-hmm. Seattle. Let's go in and get some Slurpees. Okay. Interesting. Oh, wow. Okay, okay we so, obviously, all right. So there's new and exclusive cherry made with real sugar and real juice. I'm excited. Wow. Okay, mystery flavor, a chilling mystery. 
and it's kind of chartreuse colored. I don't want to be like the victim in this chilling mystery, I... but I do want to try the mystery flavor. Okay, mango passion fruit or Coca Cola? Yeah, Coca Cola is a classic. What is the Slurpee? What is this? Oh my god. Slurpee okay, wait, wait, wait. Coffee. Your barista just got cooler. But I don't think but it's actually coffee. Slurpee this coffee. Is, this one's pina colada flavored. This one is banana. I want Slurpee coffee, but it looks like today's not the day. Um, I think that, am I right that a thing is mixing cherry and Coca-Cola? Absolutely, and you, the result is cherry Coke. Yeah. Okay, do you want to do that and I'll get mystery flavor? Or do you feel strongly that I should go for one or the other? Cherry or Coke? I feel strongly that you should follow your bliss. Okay. Oh, yeah, so they don't have the straws anymore because we banned Slurpee straws. Oh, was, that, I, was that part of our citywide banning of uh, No, just straws. you you and I were, oh, <laughs> were responsible. Remember, like, when we, when we uh, voted on that new constitution for the show? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Is this the smallest one? Um... Okay. This one. Oh, great. Okay. Why did you give me two of them? One was for me. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. You gotta put the cap on first. Lid. We call you it. know, I tried to research some, some, something about the lid, and I couldn't really find anything. I feel like this Slurpee lid is an integral part of the Slurpee story. It, yeah, it really does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta fit it right up there, right? Fit her in. Yep. Gotta fit her in. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that texture. Can I can I taste the new cherry before you put the coke in? Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good? Yeah. Is it better than the old cherry? I think it might be. Wow, okay. Matthew. No. Well, that's weird. Is it just weird? Does it have like a tinge of pink in it? Or is that from the... I think that's from the cherry that was in my straw. <laughs> it's bubble gum, oh. isn't it? No, it's... Uh... Uh... Coconut. Coconut cream. Oh. Uh, do you know what the mystery flavor is? <laughs> no? God, it's a mystery to everybody. It's growing up. Do you know what it is? It's sunscreen flavor. <laughs> this is exciting. I know. It's what? Birthday what cake. Birthday cake. That's a terrible idea, but I kind of like it. Your lid isn't on mm. all the way, and I feel like something bad's going to happen. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> Birthday cake. Yeah, this is bad. It's terrible. It's really bad. But I'm glad I tried it. I mean, it's, it's it good to try new things. Well, I was going to guess, first I was going to guess it was vanilla, which it sort of is, oh, I think. Oh, good call. Um, good call. That's terrible. You want some of mine? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mmm. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff. So I'm, because this is a Slurpee and it's in my hand. You keep drinking. I'm going to keep drinking it until we get to a trash can. What's more interesting? A good Slurpee or a bad Slurpee? <laughs> I feel like this is one of those, like, Confucius says. It really is. Well, as, as we determined earlier, I work in a fortune cookie factory writing fortunes. What was my, what was my amazing oh, piece uh, of wisdom that I came up with earlier? Uh, criticism can be valid and untrue. No, I think it can be in, uh, uh, tr true and what? invalid. Oh, shoot. You, that was the, <laughs> hey, a trash can. <laughs> well, uh, well, okay, but Matthew, hold on. So I think we need to like step back for just a second and clarify because Slurpee is a brand name. It's like saying um, Kleenex, True. you know, it has come to represent the whole category of thing. Yes, which includes really so many name. popular brands of frosty <laughs> beverages, Slurpee, Icy, literally no others. <laughs>
<laughs> no, but uh, but anyway, basically, this is a show about frozen carbonated beverages. You mean this which... spilled milk is in general is a show about frozen carbonated beverages. <laughs> yeah, welcome... Occasionally, we talk about other foods, but at the heart of the show is our, our heart is it's frozen, made of frozen carbonated and beverage. lightly carbonated. Matthew, stop it. Also, did you know that I learned by do- doing research for this episode that uh, at least on Wikipedia, frozen carbonated beverages is abbreviated FCB? Oh, that sounds like a chemical that like causes diseases. Like, and stuff. do you think that if I called like a restaurant supply company and said like, "Do you have any FCB machines?" that they would know what I'm talking about? Do you think we should try it? I'm tempted. Yeah, I mean that would be a pretty legendary <laughs> prank call. <laughs> Anyway, so basically we're talking about frozen carbonated beverages, specifically Slurpee and Icy, the, mm-hmm. the ones that are sold at convenience stores. Yeah, and movie theaters. Yes, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> well, Whoa. I, what I meant to do was I meant to say, Matthew, <laughs> tell me about your memory. <laughs> and instead I called you memory, which I'm pretty sure there was a My Little Pony named memory when I was a kid. I bet. And you could comb its mane. Yes. Um, uh, did you I, know that I learned how to braid from the back of a My Little Pony box? No. Did you know I used to have a mane? I did. I've seen okay. the picture. Um, yeah, well, I have nothing left to comb, but I'm very happy that you learned to braid a pony. I would have guessed that you would learn on an actual horse. No, I did one of those things where you save up proofs of purchase and you send them into them to Mattel or oh, whatever the wow. My Little Pony company is. And you tell them your birth month and they send you a My Little Pony that is like the color of your birthstone or whatever. That seems like an impressive it was prize. so cool. Things were so much better what is in your like birthstone? the mid 80s. My birthstone is Sapphire. Mine is Peridot. What's that? Nobody fucking is knows it what it is. is I it don't red? know. I literally don't know. I think maybe it's maybe it's red. I don't. I have no idea. Hmm. I've looked it up and then forgotten because nobody gives a shit about Peridot. <laughs> anyway, I sent in my proofs of purchase and I got this sort of um, you know aquamarine blue, uh, sapphire colored My Little Pony, and it was on the back of the box that it came in. That particular My Little Pony. I think if your birthday's in August where, and where you send away for one of those, they just send back a card that's says nah because like paradise <laughs> <Peridot, laughs> yeah but i do remember that my favorite my little pony was lickety split because <laughs> i always love the name of it it sounds so delicious that's my favorite my little pony also but there is i think that like these days they've got like um Pinkie pie and mm-hmm. dumb and names princess sparkle like that. and fluttershy uh, twilight sparkle twilight sparkle uh rainbow dash mm-hmm. applejack june's wow, really into it's it it's almost it's almost like someone in your house is really into <laughs> my little pony Okay, so memory lane. I'll start. My dad's birthstone is topaz, which seems pretty cool. That seems really cool. Yeah. I would like my birthstone to be lapis. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that counts because it's not a gemstone. Because it's not is clear? It? Is a gemstone well, just... topaz cl- isn't clear. It can be, I think. <laughs> Welcome to our new gemstones <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, Next was, month, we're going to be doing witchcraft. Um, I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but uh, one of my earliest memories was going to rock camp with my dad in Eastern Oregon, and we learned to make cabochons and open thunder eggs and stuff. Oh, this is so cool. It was really cool. Well, you just keep saying thunder egg because it reminds okay. me of thunder, 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 thunder cats. <laughs> and they lay eggs. So 
Matthew. I interrupted. You were about to say something maybe about Slurpees. What I was going to say is that... You asked me what my Slurpee memory lane was. Yeah, but I'm going to go first now because we got too distracted. Yeah, Uh, no, because I squandered my opportunity. So uh, everyone on the show here has heard me talk about Cassidy Square. Yes. It was where there was the bagel shop. It was where there was... Everybody has heard you talk about Cassidy Square. Where there was Sean, the maitre d' Mm -hmm. with the deeply pleated pants. And then the the very snooty high school that I went to was just right across the street from Cassidy Square. Cassidy School? Cassidy School. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, there's a 7-Eleven right at the corner there. It's Pennsylvania and Britain is the intersection. 7-Eleven has been there as long as I can remember. And I remember when gas at that 7-Eleven was 99 cents a gallon. Oh, I remember 99 cents gas also. I remember going there to that 7-Eleven. That's probably what ruined the earth. Uh, No doubt. No doubt. I have such mixed feelings whenever I, I go to get gasoline and the gas prices are low sure like instinctively i'm always like yes under three dollars and then i'm like no this is terrible this is heavily subsidized mm-hmm. this is artificially low this is encouraging us oh cool we've gotten to this segment again oh, <laughs> i started I, it this time I, it's my fault i keep forgetting this is a comedy show <laughs> okay so you, we were talking about uh the so, 7-eleven yeah, i would go to the 7-eleven in cassidy square mm-hmm. um i think that my mom would never take me because she wouldn't let me have like junk food and stuff like that but thank goodness there were other grown-ups in my life, and I would get to go with them and their children. Nice. And Irresponsible I, grown-ups, the best kind. I love that kind. I would get either cola or cherry, the, the two you know classics. Last night, I was watching the popular TV game show Jeopardy, and there was a dapper bearded how- man on. He was from Oklahoma, but guess where in Oklahoma he was from? Chickasha. Tulsa. Oh, of course. And as soon as they announced it, I was like, of course, this guy's from Tulsa. He looks like a million Tulsa. bucks. Yes. Okay. Did he win? He did not. He did not know The Handmaid's Tale. Are you serious? In, the, in Final Jeopardy. Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, I think then he deserved to lose. Well, I, that, that, I don't know if I can get on board with, with a sentiment that- important that, classic literature. You're right. Classic feminist literature. Yeah. But like mainstream feminist. All I'm saying is if someone were to be on Jeopardy and make a dumb mistake, we should forgive them. Maybe we should forgive them. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm not saying this for for any particular reason. No. So so the seven (laughs) eleven in Cassidy Square. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I got to go often, but I had Slurpees enough to know that they were delicious. Yeah. And I, I just feel like they're an iconic part of an American childhood. So When I was a kid, somehow my mom got the idea, which I don't think is true, but we certainly benefited from it, that Slurpees are more thirst quenching than other beverages. And like, like legitimately, like if you're, if you're dehydrated, like a Slurpee would be better for you than a glass of water. Judy Amster? Uh Uh-huh. So was she temporarily insane? Maybe. Um, so I remember, like, if we would go on like a road trip, like we would always get to stop for Slurpees, like driving through the Oregon desert. I think that was just because Slurpees are fun. I I think so, too, but I do remember this line of reasoning. You know, Matthew, do you want to stop and call your mom? No, probably not. Um, I feel like we've done that before. Okay. We need to we need to move on and come up with new segments. Okay. <laughs> like like a, a upsetting news of the world. Oh, great. Okay. Um, like, hey, did you hear about global warming? This is our new segment. Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we're not going to do that. Anyway, but um, gosh, this is so interesting. I wonder where she ever got the idea that 
Are you sure she thought Slurpees were thirst quenching? I get a guess from Parade Magazine. That seems right. Mm-hmm. I used to love to read Parade Me Magazine. Too. When I was in high school, I liked to I liked to get the Sunday paper, and we would get the Sunday Oklahoman. And of course, also my parents by this time were getting the New York Times too, but only mm-hmm. on Sundays. And I would go and I would selfishly grab from them Parade Magazine, yeah, because obviously that's the best part of the daily local paper. And I would. I don't know what other part of the local paper I would use. You know what, Only you know Parade Magazine. Part of the Sunday local paper I liked the TV section, which was called TV Click. TV Click. Yeah, that sounds like, like you it click would be, with your remote. That sounds like it would be something in in French. Like that would be the name <laughs> yes. of the of a magazine. Hundred percent TV Click. Uh huh. What what flavor of Slurpee did you like? Oh, okay. So I liked both Slurpees and Icy's, and I feel like um like sometimes we would go to like a department store and they would have an icy machine. Mm. <laughs> now that I say this, I like what, what there was an icy machine at a department store. This, Maybe I'm confusing a department no, the, store and a mall. This seems like something that Sears would have. It, for, it might very well like be it, Sears or Meyer and Frank. I liked both. I liked I feel like the profusion of Slurpee flavors that we see today was not – is a relatively new thing because I really mostly remember cherry and blue raspberry, which – and I liked mm. both. I've never had blue raspberry, but I, I know it's a classic. It turns your tongue blue. The uh, the cherry, like I, I had the experience just now uh, based on the, the Slurpee that I uh, drank on the way home from 7-Eleven that I have pretty much every time I have a cherry Slurpee, which is like afterwards my mouth feels like all like syrupy and I like want to spit, so I spit in the sink and like ah blood but it's just cherry <laughs> slurpee oh my mouth doesn't feel syrupy it's weird mm-hmm. well you you might have like some sort Maybe of like I have really acidic saliva that or could something. be it cut through that mm-hmm. enzymes this episode is brought to you by madison reed molly did you know we live in an amazing time oh do we yes it, we live in a time where you can walk up to a machine and twist a lever and a uh, soft frozen carbonated beverage comes out directly into your cup really yes but one thing has stayed the same they can color a carbonated beverage but it's still a pain to color your hair right oh you mean like if i want to color my hair i've got to go to the drugstore get like one of those boxes it's gonna smell bad or go to the salon and drop you know, like a, a Benjamin dollars. or two. Yeah. Not anymore. Now there's Madison Reed. How does it work? Okay. Madison Reed, you go to the website. They help match the color to your hair, and they give you the tools that you need so you can color with confidence. Everything is ammonia-free, multi-tonal. So, uh, you know, whatever whatever color you're starting with and whatever color you want to achieve, they will hook you up. So I can get, like, salon-quality color at home and do it myself? Yeah, but, I mean— you'll have to pay upwards of less than $25. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I also hear that Spilled Milk listeners get 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit if they use the code Spilled Milk. That's right. So go to madison-reed.com and use the offer code Spilled Milk for 10% off your first order. We should say what moment in recent history, recent personal history, um, made us want to do this episode. And it's that. So, oh, I don't so, remember. So I'm glad you do. Oh, it's that you and Lori took June to get her first Slurpee. Of course. I had kind of forgotten about Slurpees mm-hmm. because there isn't really a 7-Eleven like close to my house yeah. now anymore. Like I used to drive by one all the time as a kid. Anyway, you were watching June one weekend morning so I could go to a dance class Uh, And we met up with you guys at a playground and you guys had gotten a Slurpee and it was June's first Slurpee. Yes. And she was she didn't drink very much of it, but she was fascinated with the concept. Did she comment on the texture? Because the texture is really. 
unique. Probably, but I don't remember what she said. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe she didn't drink very much of it. It seems like the kind of thing that a kid would just like. Slurp, yeah. Slurp Although, down. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's colder and fizzier than you expect, maybe. You know, can I admit something? Okay. That until I was doing the research for this episode, I don't think I realized that it was carbonated. It's, I mean, it's kind of subtle. It is. But like now that I know it's carbonated, I'm like, oh, well, of course. Like the, y- you taste the carbonation. I feel like, and it this might be slurpy or might be icy. I know we're going to talk about the distinction in a minute that it used to, or maybe still does say frozenated on the machine. Hmm, I didn't notice that. Okay. okay, can we can we go into like all the research I did? Please, okay. I'm very excited about this. So basically, as everyone has probably already guessed, this stuff is a mixture of like a flavored sugar syrup, okay, water. It, wait, there's sugar in it, <laughs> and carbon dioxide, and it's frozen in a special machine mm-hmm. to make a fine slush of suspended ice crystals in liquid. Take um, that in. I might be jumping ahead, but is there, like, was a Slurpee inspired by a Granita? No. Okay. No. Um, so, well, here, hold on. I, you I, know, love, I love getting a definitive answer to a question. When Matthew and I were texting about the fact that I was about to sit down, like, so so usually when we're going to research something for the show, I'll be like, texting him, I'm going to research Slurpees now. And uh-huh. you're like, great. And then like, I get the an hour, most exciting and, texts. And an hour later, I'm like, done with Slurpee research, ready mm-hmm. to print. And you're like, thanks. Yep. That's how it goes. We should post a screenshot, spillbuckpodcast.com. <laughs> great. So anyway, um, I want to tell you first, like, how these came to be, and then we'll talk about the machine, which okay. I know you're really interested was in. It, was it an accidental <laughs> discovery? It was an accidental discovery. So the FCB machine was invented by Omar Knedlik. Nedlik? Do I pronounce the K? I'm looking for the name on this agenda, and I can't um, find it. it. It's Oh, there it is. Omar I like Knedlik. Knedlik? I don't know if it's correct, I but I like it. it's probably Knedlik. He was the owner of a Dairy Queen franchise in the, the late 50s in the U.S. I don't know where, though. Uh, anyway, his soda fountain broke down one day. Okay. And so he put his sodas in the freezer to keep them cool, and they became slushy. I like and that. And his customers loved this. So he set out to make a machine to make slushies. As far as I could see, it seemed like he had sort of coined that term. Slushy. Interesting, yeah. And early prototypes used an air conditioning unit from a car, which I think is pretty great, right? <laughs> Do you think, I, I imagine like this is in his garage and like he's hooked. <laughs> well, I, I was going to, this started to go you in a very upsetting direction. Hook it up to direction. his car? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like in the car, never mind. <clears throat> I, I think I know what you're going for. Anyway, he hired. That wasn't my intention when I started the bit. He hired an artist. Her name okay. was Ruth E. Taylor. Shout out to Ruth E. Taylor. I hired an artist, like first, right, to, right off the bat. To create a name and logo for okay, his invention. Sure. And she's the one who came up with the name Icy, I-C-E-E. Mm-hmm. And she made the logo for Icy that is still in use today. Did she also come up with the phrase I-C-U-P? <laughs> Um, I remember when a childhood friend's dad uh-huh. told uh, um, told us the joke. Um, if you're American in the kitchen, what are you in the bathroom? I d- I think I don't want to know. European. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's similar. Anyway, I see you pee. Anyway, so 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 our pal Omar. What I would have liked it better if someone was trying to tell that joke, but that you're a pooping. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, anyway, so he started the Icy Company. 
Okay. Good work. And um, anyway, so let's talk about what this machine was. Okay. Okay. So basically, we've all seen non-carbonated slushy machines. They're the ones that have, at least in Seattle, have become really popular for making like slushy alcoholic drinks in bars. Got it. That has like a on top like a, a transparent. It's, cage. Yeah, it's like um it's a clear like hopper sort of like a, a hopper cylinder is a perfect word for it. with a like a spiral shaped dasher inside that that churns it, mm-hmm. okay? So that's the kind of machine you can use for And when you turn it on you say on dasher. That's the kind of machine you can use for non-carbonated frozen beverages. Now, it's way more complicated to do it with a carbonated frozen beverage. Okay. You have so, to hook it up to a car. Exactly. So th- okay. Wait question what god go on <laughs> is, is that why they call it carbonation no it's carbon dioxide <laughs> oh god i'm not even gonna no okay so i'm gonna quote from wikipedia here okay I, if it if it makes anyone feel better i hate me too <laughs> the back end of an fcb machine is very similar to a regular soda fountain whatever that I like looks the way you like said back end Concentrated flavor syrups are mixed with filtered water and then carbonated. So, you know, carbon dioxide is forced into it. Okay. This mixture is then injected into a cylinder that's surrounded by freezer coils. And this mixture freezes to the walls of the cylinder and is scraped off by a rotating dasher. It's kind of like granita, right? Mm -hmm. And it keeps the mixture uniformly mixed. I think the the machine you described earlier is also used to make granita. Yes. Yeah. FCB machines will often freeze to a temperature well below the freezing point of water. Because there's so many dissolved solids. Well, because... Well, the, also you're the, trying to freeze it. Never the, mind. <clears throat> the combination of pressure, which is up to 40 PSI, the combination of pressure, sugar, and carbon dioxide, and the constant stirring prevent the mass from freezing. Nice. Solid. So, uh, you know, I wasn't able to find, like, I I know that part of what makes this so complicated is that in order to keep the carbonation going as you're freezing it, like, this chamber is pressurized. Oh, wow. I I kind of like, I couldn't find a good explanation of that. So, yeah, it's basically like the machine makes soda and then injects it into a cylinder surrounded by freezer coils, but it seems that somehow that. That must be pressurized. Yeah, this I part don't know. I couldn't find. Okay. Anyway, so the, these machines are distinctive from the other kind in that they require a pressure chamber and carbon dioxide. And all of the things that you just described are happening in the Slurpee machine that we just met at a, at my local Seven Eleven. Yes, isn't that cool? Question: Where do they park the car? <laughs> but hold on, Matthew. So what's interesting to me is that. So apparently part of like the magic of the FCB machine is that it produces a, a like drier slush than like a regular like slushy machine. I think, yeah, I think that's absolutely true. But it's interesting because it's still, it's like these ice crystals are somehow drier and they're still in liquid. It's still a beverage. It is still a beverage. But it's drier. But the, they're also smaller. Yes. It's I, such how, a fine I, I don't know, slush. Yeah. I mean, I think they had to like tune that. I think it took a lot of tries to get this right. No doubt. I mean, yeah. Omar Omar Nedlik mm-hmm. was a tireless man. <laughs> Do you know this for sure? Um, I I feel like I'm writing a song about it. Okay. Like, there, I feel like there's a song that's a, like, like a John- like from a musical. Like Omar Nedlik comes to town and, <laughs> and like, yes, lure- let's write, let's write a musical about the creation of the FCB. Okay, yeah, and lures all the kids with Slurpees in like a Pied Piper sort of way. Yeah, I was imagining Pan, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like Pan. 
Yeah. You mean What's like, the difference between Pan and the Pied Piper? I think Pan is like a half goat, half man it's god. Terrifying. It's, it's scary, yeah. And plays and plays a flute. Yeah. But doesn't but he lure people? Does Pan lure people? I thought I mean, he like lured young children away from their parents and killed them or something. I no? don't know. I, I don't know one way or the other. I feel I feel like if if that's not right, then we've like defamed Pan and we're in big trouble. I'm pretty sure that we've got listeners who know way more about this than we do, yeah. as usual. But, I, but I mean, he's definitely scary. Terrifying. I mean, yeah. mo- all flute players are scary, <laughs> but especially this one. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Matthew, what's your passion project this week? My passion project this week is telling people when they can get a free frozen carbonated beverage, the brand of which I will not mention during another brand's ad. Oh, terrific. Great. So you can go in, you can find a beautiful template. Do you think that there's going to be like an e-commerce component to this? There might be. I might want to sell t-shirts, not not like unauthorized t-shirts about this other brand's product, but just like a (laughs) t-shirt that goes along with my website, which is devoted to telling people (laughs) when they can get a frozen carbonated beverage. Well, and I I think this is going to be, this sounds like a complicated website to build. But you know what, Matthew? Here's the yeah, good news. Yeah, I've been kind of dreading it. Squarespace has 24-7 customer support that is award-winning. And here's the deal. You don't even have to worry about it looking good on your phone because it'll be optimized for mobile right out of the box. That's good because I want people to be around town, be able to check my website you know, anytime, wherever they are on any device and know like today is the day. Squarespace is definitely the tool for you, Matthew. Good. What should I call this website? Matthew's. Matthew's frozen passion. Yes. <laughs> Matthew, I know what you should do. You should go to squarespace.com slash spilled for a free trial. And when I'm ready to launch, I'm going to use the offer code spilled to get 10% off my first purchase of a website or the domain Matthew's frozen passion dot limo <laughs> that's squarespace.com slash spilled offer code spilled so the icy corporation invented okay. this machine okay and in 1965 after like a, a trial run with these machines at a 7-eleven 7-eleven made a licensing deal with the icy corporation okay i found this so interesting to sell the product but this deal stipulated that 7-eleven had to use a, a different name for the product and that it could only sell them in store locations in the U.S. So basically, you know, they wouldn't put Icy out of business. Oh, this explains so much. It's like a much. non-compete. Okay, so a couple of things. Yes. First of all, que- question and a comment. So does the Icy Corporation still get licensing fees from from like every Slurpee sold or like every 7-Eleven location? It wasn't like a one-time deal? I have no idea. Because I feel, I feel like it, it's kind of interesting because like you do still see ICs, but I imagine probably the IC Corporation makes more money From just s- passively off the Slurpee license than actually selling frozen sugar water. Well, and I believe that the IC Corporation still makes all the Slurpee machines. That makes sense. So... So it's a good racket. It's a really good racket. The other thing is, this explains why, even though there are thousands of 7-Elevens in Japan and they're great, they don't have Slurpees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though 7-Eleven is now owned by a Japanese corporation. Interesting. Anyway, but Wikipedia was not clear about this part, but 7-Eleven has now licensed Slurpee to Cinemark Theaters in some places, as well as the Six Flags Amusement Park. Huh, okay. I'm not, not sure how that was able to happen. But like, I've happened. had an Icy at a movie theater in Seattle, but I've not, I don't think I've seen a Slurpee at a brand at a movie theater, but... Well, I definitely saw that, like, Cinemark Theaters in 
Houston or Texas or something. Maybe not Cinemark. Or also, I've never heard of country. Cinemark theaters. I don't think we have that here. We don't. Oh, okay. I think well, we, we thought we did. Well, but. maybe I don't. Well, I don't know. I I keep very close track of movie theater chain brands. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Big time. I know we have Regal Cinemas. We have Elteus Theaters. I think that's I, just local. It's okay. I've Seattle never heard of backwards. that. I believe you. Wait, really? Oh. I know I hadn't heard of this at all. There's a landmark uh, theaters, your year-round film festival. Um, well, Majestic Bay in uh-huh. Ballard, where I took June to see Mary Poppins Returns last mm-hmm. week. That's El Teus Theaters. Okay. There's Regal, Regal Cinemas, AMC, of course. Oh, right, right, right. Um, this is probably the most interesting segment <laughs> we've ever done. <laughs> anyway. All right. So 7-Eleven started selling Slurpee, called Slurpee, that is named for the sound made when drinking it, in 1966. Okay. Um, the most common flavors, of course, are Coke, Cherry, Mountain Dew. Uh, blue Raspberry is not among the most common. No, I have not often or perhaps ever seen Blue Raspberry Slurpee. I think of that as an icy trademark. Mm. Uh, um, so, question, wait. wait yeah. uh, is it Slurpee or Slurpee? Matthew. Hold on. Okay. So there used to be more novelty flavors, which is hard to believe, given that the 7-Eleven really? we just went into now had six flavors in and, all. And there was a thing advertising Slurpee coffee, which they didn't actually have. Matthew, according to Wikipedia, in the Slurpee's early history, flavors rotated more frequently than today. Slurpee flavors were given novelty names, such as which of the following? Are okay. you ready for this quiz? Mm-hmm. Pink Fink. Real. Mm-hmm. Adults only. Uh, fake. That's real. Wait, wait. Okay. Adults stop, only. Stop. That was the novelty flavor of Slurpee. What do you think it tasted like? Sex. <laughs> that's, that's immediately what I thought also. Yeah. Cool. As long as we're agreed <clears> on that. Uh, a little salty, <laughs> pungent. Okay. Uh, PG-13. Real. Fake. Moonshine. Real. Yeah. Silver lining. <laughs> Fake? That's fake. Aunt Rhody. <laughs> Aunt Rhody? I I mean, it seems so outlandish. Uh, real. It's fake. It's the name of a song June is learning in the Suzuki cello of method. Of course it is. <laughs> Kiss and Cousin. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want to drink that at all, but I think it's real. It's real. Gully Washer. What? Wait, I was about to say, but what would Kiss and Cousin taste like? I don't want to know. Um, gully washer? Gully real. washer. It's real. Gowanus Canal. Fake. <laughs> but I, but it props. Shoe fly. Real. That's fake. <sighs> Sticky icky. Real. It's real. Red eye. Real. It's real. All nighter. Oh, I want that to be real, but I think it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Kissing cousin. The, but they could do all nighter as the uh, as a tie-in to the uh, Susanna Hoffs movie <laughs> from like 1986. I don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, well, at least some of our listeners do. I bet. Um, did okay. you know? Wait, did you have something to say? I think I did. Wait, so no. Oh, novelty flavors. Yeah. So. One time I went into the uh, the hub at uh, the student union at UW, and they had a Slurpee or Icy Machine, I'm not sure which, and they had two flavors, and I found this so funny what the two flavors were that I I couldn't let it go. I know I know this seems weird that I couldn't let a joke go. The two flavors <laughs> were Cherry and Shrek. <laughs> and of course I got Shrek. It was very good. Was it like it was, chartreuse? It was like sour green. Sour green? Yeah. Like when things just taste brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like Oreos. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, had a, it had a fresh green flavor like, <laughs> a, like a, a kale or cilantro. Mm, yum. Did you know that apparently Canadians love Slurpees? I've definitely I'm just going to broadly generalize about groups of people. People love it when you mm-hmm. do that about Yeah, them. all Canadians love Slurpees. So especially in Winnipeg, which is the capital of Manitoba. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I kind of intuited that. <laughs> in 2018... <laughs> Um, Winnipeg was named the Slurpee capital of the world for the 19th year in a row. What? On what basis? There were so many Slurpees purchased there. Okay. Like, like, like in per Winnipeg. capita Slurpee consumption, was maybe? off the charts. Wow. Do you think they have special Winnipeg-only flavors that people make pilgrimages to Winnipeg to get? I hope so. Me too. Interestingly enough, so you know how we were talking about the... Um, when we were drinking our Slurpees, we were talking about the like the foaminess of them, like kind of how yes. airy they are. So apparently that airy consistency comes from yucca extract and Canadian Slurpees don't contain yucca extract. Huh. Now, I know I have had a Canadian Slurpee and I don't remember like balking at its lack of foaminess, but hmm. maybe maybe they use a different extract. Seems to me that it's time for another field trip to Vancouver. It does, seem or that maybe way. Winnipeg this time. Yeah, yeah. Let's do let's do Winnipeg. Let's Great. see. Let's let's drink some of those Winnie Slurps. <laughs> okay. Um, are there special <laughs> Canadian only flavors? Do you think? Didn't I mean, we just do this joke? <laughs> wait, we did <laughs> about Winnipeg. Are there special Winnipeg flavors? Yeah, but I don't think I, I don't think we came up with any flavors, did we? <laughs> no, but did you want to? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, in 1970, 7-Eleven released a seven-inch single record entitled Dance the Slurp, which was given <laughs> away with Slurpee purchases. And the dance side was written by Tom Merriman, who was like famous for writing jingles for the radio. Do you think we can find this online? It's considered highly collectible today. But hold on, Matthew. 20 years ago, in 1999, Dance... 20 years ago? Fuck you. (laughs) I know. Dance the Slurp was sampled by DJ Shadow and Cut Chemist for their mix Brain Freeze. Wow. Yeah, but because of legal problems, (laughs) uh, that that mix has gone underground. And it now sells for up to $100. But do you think we could find either or both of these online on, on the dark web? Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go to the dark web. Me too. So let's talk about this brain freeze thing for a second, can we? Not the song, but do brain you do you general. experience Slurpee brain freeze? No, but I think that I have, if there is one thing I have learned in my years of living. Oh, wow. We're is, about to get the real deal here. It is not to drink icy cold things that fast. Okay, so. It, it hurts so badly. Like a lot of things, I've learned that a lot of things are bad for me and I shouldn't do them, but I continue doing most of those things. Like masturbation. And, right, for, for example. <laughs> like grow hair No, no, actually, I, I gave that up. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, for Lent. What was I going to say? Um, so. I do get I, I do get the Slurpee freeze, but it doesn't. It's not like a like ice cream headache. I get it like in my back, like my esophagus has frozen. It's oh. so unpleasant, and it's one of those things where it f- feels like this is never going to go away, even though it lasts for like eight seconds. Yeah. But those eight seconds are torture, oh. and then I just keep on drinking that Slurpee. That's so interesting. I definitely get mine uh, like behind my forehead. Yeah. Which I think is the classic brain freeze. I, yeah, like like it's, there's like a part of like the soft palate that if it gets too cold, it like pinches a nerve or something. Did did this happen to you at all today? Or? It did not happen today, but I didn't actually actually drink very much Slurpee because the Slurpee I got was terrible. Do you think it's quantity of Slurpee or speed of like speed of consumption? I think it's speed of consumption, like because like you know it's. 
the part that's getting chilled is like way uh way down on the inside yeah um, and so like it keeps getting rewarmed by the other like bodily g- goops and tissues <laughs> around it and so so you have to like really like keep it in contact with the with the the cold slurpee as it goes down the alimentary canal wow Good use of alimentary canal. But I need to stop doing that, but I'm never going to stop doing that. No. Well, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've tried to stop doing it, but, but Right, but cool. you're better than me. No, definitely not. I mean, it's, well, sure, but in some things. <laughs> no. Um, so, wait, do you remember in 2004, apparently, 7-Eleven created an edible Slurpee straw? Do you I remember this? I do not this? remember this. It seems like I should, but I don't. What was it made of? I don't know. We were um, like a like a hollowed out Slim Jim, <laughs> or pasta. Uh huh. Um, recently, I was at a milkshake place. This was in Palm Springs, California, um, and, and they were like they had a sign outside about their like wholly biodegradable like packaging, like H O L Y for Lent. <laughs> Anyway, the straw was pasta, and June keeps talking about it. She ate it. Okay. It kind of grossed me out. Yeah. I think that's kind of (laughs) yucky. But anyway, okay, Matthew, I think you told me about this, that every year on July 11th, which is Mm -hmm. 7-11. This does seem like a thing I would spread the good news about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 7-11 offers a free 12-ounce Slurpee in the U.S. and Canada. But here's what's really cool. In Australia... Free Slurpees are given on November 7th because that's 7-Eleven there. But I thought they're not allowed to sell them outside the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that you were about to be a victim of gotcha journalism. <laughs> Has it ever crossed our minds, maybe not, that Wikipedia is not always the most complete source of information? I think Well, that, I mean, it's very complete. It's just sometimes it's wrong. Yeah. Well, I, but I feel that Wikipedia has, has left us hanging here. No, it's, I think this is, I think we should kind of just lean into the contradiction. Okay. Um, also, did you know that Slurpee has a Twitter account? No, but it's I just I want to follow this. Is at, it, are they Slurpee. good at it or is it dumb? It's dumb. Oh, because totally some, some brands are really funny on Twitter, like Fanta, Denny's. Those mm. are the ones that came to mind. I haven't been on Twitter in a long time. Okay, well, but, it's, um, but it's I did mostly just f- like people Fanta screaming and at Denny's each other. being funny. No. I looked at the uh, at its feed briefly. <laughs> it's mostly a bunch of people who gave up masturbation for Lent, and now they're just really grumpy. Yes, I think that is exactly what's going on mm-hmm. with Twitter. Anyway, Matthew, what else do we have to say about Slurpees? Well, do I you... hear there's Bring Your Own Cup Day. Oh, there is Bring Your Own Cup Day, it, which is kind of a cool concept. Like, you can bring as big a cup as you want and I fill think... it. I think in the country where Slurpees are mainly sold, some people would abuse the privilege. Do you think? I feel like it is in human nature to abuse the privilege. Is a trash bag a cup? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Is a bucket a cup? No. Mm, It has to be something that is considered a drinking vessel. Is a double big gulp a cup? Well... It's a lot like a bucket. That's right. It's like a bucket for your but, mouth. But 7-Eleven has called it a cup. Right. And therefore, they we, have, we cup. have come to accept it as a cup. Okay. I guess that's it. Um, do you have a favorite Slurpee flavor? Oh, that's a good question. So I really like whenever they do a sour flavor such as Shrek. 
um, like when they when they like add that extra citric acid. Is it like liquid Sour Patch Kids? It's like liquid. In fact, they have done a liquid Sour Patch Kids flavored Slurpee. It was terrific. I think I would love it, but I think it would make me. I feel like it would give like. There's something about it that just has stomach ache written all over it, even more than yep. a regular Slurpee. <laughs> I think you're right, and it's worth it. Again, like okay, well that's how I, I feel. Don't about know s- how to stop doing bad things. That's how I feel about Sour Patch Kids in general. Yeah. It's like here comes a stomach ache, and I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean sometimes things are worth it. Yeah, like I'm sure. I'm sure. Like if you children. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can I'm, find I'm us- going to go out on a limb and say worth it. Okay, cool. Uh, you can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, uh, where we'll post nothing. Um, you know, maybe we should make it our business to remind people when um, July 11th is coming up that it's free Slurpee Day. I mean, I guess we could, like, schedule a post. We could do that. That would be, like, is that enough of a good deed that, that it makes up for all the bad things that I do? Probably. Like, drink a Slurpee too fast. I was thinking more like bad deeds, like 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 crimes against humanity kind of bad deeds. Mm, I think maybe they have to like I think I think you need more than 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 a PSA about th- free Slurpee Day for that. I think you also have to tell people about free scoop day at Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, and probably all the other free days. Like you probably have to every day go and find out like what samples they've got at Costco and go tell people about that. I mean, you got to do a lot of work. I feel like this is starting to sound like the makings of a This American Life show where you start where they start by introducing this guy who's who's like so he's like a good person because I'm going to atone for the sins of right, and then you find out like what it is he's trying to atone for, and you're like, oh no, like like (laughs) this is very complicated. Um, That's why we needed five acts. Um, we are still on Facebook, despite the fact that we have some like grave, grave qualms about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, I think I think the way to go with this is to, to just, just to keep, keep talking stating about it. that we have qualms, but not do anything about it. Great. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, maybe one day we'll what do something do, like, about it. We have it. to give people a free waffle to atone for that or something. Um, anyway, Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. And please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Our mm-hmm. producer is Abby Circatella. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Where it's bring your own cup day every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. Hello. Oh my gosh, you sound so happy to hear or to see me. I I am so happy to hear or see you. (laughs) We're both. (laughs) Okay, hang on. I mean, it's been a while. It has been a while, Matthew. You and I have been, wow, we, we've been off living. Yeah. No, we, I, I don't think we've seen each other for like a month. Do I look jacked? That wasn't the word that I was thinking of, but you look great. <laughs> Good, you look thanks. great. We just did the thing that Abby told us not to do, which is start talking before we introduce the show. Oh, I thought she doesn't like it when we talk over each other. But I think also she doesn't like it when we do a bunch of uh, run up to the uh, to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>